take a mill so I can change and act strange. Get a hundred three thousand wig with some bangs. I'll hang and bang your frame like Welcome to the Interesting World of Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Yasher. And I'm Connor Bacha. And on this episode, we're gonna be covering the Black Sox scandal, which happened all the way back in the year nineteen nineteen. So we will be discussing shoeless Joe Jackson, the outcome of the scandal, and who deserves the series, if anyone. So first off, let's talk about Joe Jackson. Shoeless Joe Jackson, that is. And you may be wondering why they call him Shoeless Joe Jackson, and there's there's actually a reason for that. So a long, long time ago, back in a game he played in Greensville, South Carolina, he was using a new pair of cleats. Those new pair of cleats gave him uh, blisters, and it was so painful, he decided to take his shoes off before he was next up to at-bat. And that at-bat, he smacked a bases-clearing triple, shoeless. Now this great left fielder, whose name will forever be linked to the scandal, batted 375 in the series, which is very impressive. However, he was still accused of being part of the scandal. Jackson was approached by his teammates and said no to them twice, but accepted some money from the gamblers. As a result, he was kicked out of the major league. To add insult to injury, he was also banned from ever being in the Hall of Fame, an achievement that is more impressive than a championship. Now, Connor, do you think he should have been kicked out of the league? I personally think that he should not have been kicked out of the league, although he did accept some money. I think the reason he accepted some of this money was to possibly get rid of some of the pain after losing a World Series that he worked his entire life to get to. Now, I understand that it was tough for him to lose a World Series like that after trying so hard, but he did accept this money, and he knew this was going on. So I think what the MLB did was right. He should have been kicked out. It doesn't matter how many times you say no. If you say yes, it, you did it. He's guilty of it. So I think he should have been kicked out of the league. Do you think the fact that he said no twice and then accepted any money changes anything or no? I personally don't. It doesn't matter how many times you say no. If you say yes, it still happened. So... I personally think that has nothing to do with it in that he should have just been... I mean, they did the right thing. They kicked him out of the league. It doesn't matter how many times he said no. He said yes. Now, on top of that, he was banned from ever being in the Hall of Fame. Do you agree with that or no? Honestly, I feel like at the time, the MLB was just trying to bring back some of the integrity. And I feel like as a player, he was great. But I feel like his entire career is now stained by this one bad moment. I don't know, I'm kind of split on the decision because on one hand, it's like he was a great player in a time, like the beginning of baseball, but at the other time, at the other hand, he also cheated and lied to people and did a lot of things that kind of ruined the integrity of the MLB at the time. Let's set the stage. It's October 1st, 1919. The Chicago White Sox are going up against the Cincinnati Reds in the first-ever best-of-nine World Series. And the Reds won that series 5-3, although they were not the favorite team to win. The Black Sox were the favorite team, although they won 12 less games in the regular season. However, one man smelled something fishy. Sports writer Hugh Fullerton claims the White Sox players were fixing the World Series. Eight members of the White Sox were banned from the league for life after being accused of taking $5,000 each in exchange for throwing the series. However, when brought to court, the men were not found guilty because the confessions were miraculously missing, which meant that all of the evidence went missing, apparently. But I speculate that someone took them so the players would not be sent to jail. And the reason for them being brought to court is the United States Department of Justice Archives 923.18 United States Court Section 371. It says, 
Conspiracy to defraud the public. To conspire to defraud the United States means primarily to cheat the government out of property or money. It also means to interfere with or obstruct one of its lawful government functions by deceit, craft, or trickery, or at least by means that are dishonest. It is not necessary that the government shall be subjected to property or punctuary loss by the fraud, but only that is legitimate official action and purpose shall be defeated by misinterpretation, chaisan, or the overachieving of those charged with carrying out the government intention. So, basically, they were brought to court because they took this money, they were deceiving the public, one, and two, if this $5,000 a player just shows out of nowhere, the government needs to know about it, and I don't think because the players want to keep it a secret, they just took this money as almost like a bribe for losing the World Series. So I think that this whole court case would have gone a very different way if these confessions did not go missing. And all of those players got at least $5,000, and that was back in 1919. Today, that would be equivalent to nearly $75,000. After 1919, the first ever commissioner of baseball was appointed. His name was Kennesaw Mountain Landis, and he ruled over baseball and vowed to prevent another Black Sox scandal. That was his main goal, to prevent this from happening again. He ended up being the commissioner for 35 years. MLB Rule 21 was put in place. It prohibits gambling and was made eight years after the 1919 World Series. It states that a player will be banned for life if he bets on a game that he is involved in. And this was just one of the many measures taken by the commissioner at the time to make sure that this never happened again. Because this really ruined the integrity of the MLB. Because who wants to watch a sport where the players are purposely losing games? So this was an important rule and a good step forward, I feel, for the MLB in trying to stop this fraud from ever happening again. 100%. Now, Connor, do you believe the Reds deserve the championship? Now, in the in the record books, the Reds got credit for a fall classic win, not a World Series. I think that the Reds do deserve the series, although the Black Sox didn't even attempt to win it. Yeah, I honestly, the Reds had the better record going into this. And record shows it doesn't matter, like, how good of a player, how, like, you can have 100 superstars in your lineup. But if they don't play their best, you're going to lose. So I think record really shows consistency of a team. And I think that was a really important thing to take into consideration. However, the one thing that I do not agree with is the MLB labeling it as a fall classic game. I think that's unacceptable. It doesn't matter what happened in the series. Scandal or not, the Reds won the series. No one could have ever seen what was going to happen, but it happened. So... The MLB needs to own up to their mistakes, realize that they let this happen, and credit the Reds with the World Series win. What I really hope happens is that the MLB now, in 2021, what I wish would happen is that the MLB would come out and say, listen, we made this mistake 100 years ago. We let this happen. It's our mistake, not the Reds' mistake. They just played baseball. They did what they were supposed to do. We were doing this to like try and like stop this fraud and just cut off this entire World Series from baseball, but I don't think that was the right way to go. They It happened. So what they need to do is they need to credit the Reds with the World Series win, 
and all the players are dead. I mean, there's nothing you can do there. But just kind of like doing this would be a good final chapter on a fiasco that was this World Series. Or I should, sorry, I should say Fall Classic because that's what the MLB calls it. Now, I agree with you completely, but do you think that in 2021, it doesn't make sense to do it 100 years later? They should have done it. If they're going to do it, maybe do it in 1921, not 2021. That's a good point, actually. I think I think that the MLB was just trying to forget that this ever happened, and they're trying to erase it. And that's not. I don't think that's the right approach to this. I think they need to own up to their mistakes, be like, this happened, we messed up. And I think they just, not even like, I don't think anyone really cares about who won at this point. It's just that the truth is like out there because labeling as a fall classic, that just kind of discredits the Reds, which I don't think is necessary. I know me as a fan, I personally wouldn't care if they gave my team credit for a series that happened over 100 years ago. But I think it would be the right thing for the MLB to do. I just think that they should have taken action sooner. Yeah, I totally agree with that statement. This episode was just a taste of the cool stuff we're doing here at the Interesting World of Sports podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Connor Bacha. And I'm Dylan Yasher. And we hope to have you back again. Have a great rest of your day.